Hello, fellow entrepreneur. Welcome to the Spiritualpreneur Podcast, your go-to podcast for business coaching with a spiritual twist. I'm your host, Haley Kay, energy healer and intuitive business coach on a mission to get you ridiculously excited about driving your business forward. Being a spiritual business owner brings unique challenges that you probably didn't encounter in the traditional nine to five. Selling yourself and your gifts, letting go of control, trusting in the universe, and believing in yourself and your inevitable success. You have valuable gifts to share, and I want to help you use them to create the business of your dreams. We're about to embark on a life-changing journey of spirituality, business, and expansion. So let's begin. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Spiritual Printer Podcast. I'm your host, Haley Kay, and today's episode is all about strategy. Strategy is a topic that has really been on my mind, especially since starting a business, and what is my strategy? That was always my question. Even when I started, I first started or decided that, you know, having an online business was something for me, something that I wanted to create, I really had to get around this idea of strategy. And really when I started, I wanted someone else outside of me to tell me what my strategy would be. I think that was one of the reasons why I hired coaches and I was looking for a coach because I wanted someone to come in and say, okay, you want to be successful? Here's your strategy. This is exactly what you're going to do. And guess what? I did not get that right away. So this is what I want to talk about today. I'll give you a little background. I graduated university. I graduated from Carleton University here in Ottawa with a Bachelor of Commerce, which is essentially a a business degree, Bachelor of Business. And I knew business was something that interested me, especially finance. And so I went into finance. I have a master's in accounting. And something that I guess I liked about it was the structure. I really liked having a structure, but also on to be the devil's advocate. What I liked about university was that I didn't have any kind of rules about how I was supposed to show up. What I mean by that is in high school, it's mandatory to go to class. You have your classes, you have to show up, you have to hand in your homework assignments. And I mean, university is not that much different, but I loved being able to choose my schedule. I loved being able to decide if I wanted to come into class at 10 instead of eight, or on Fridays, I could take that whole day off. I love that flexibility. And so when I, I always kind of knew that the nine to five thing wasn't really my jam because I didn't love the idea of having to be at work at nine o'clock, but I did it. And one of the reasons why I wanted my own business was to get away from that so that I could have a flexible schedule. But it was almost like I went from having no structure to then all of a sudden I have this business and I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> and That's why I was trying to find coaches who would tell me, you know, because it's very like to get a university degree, you have to do four years, you have to take, they tell you exactly, take X, Y, Z classes. Um, And that was like your, your roadmap, right? And there are those with businesses, there are coaches who provide a roadmap, 
and give you the down, some of them are so detailed, they'll give you down to the, the week, down to the month of exactly how you want to plan out your processes. But that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about is why there is such a variety in strategy. There's such a variety in what works for some people and works and doesn't work for others. You know, I've heard people say, well, I followed this step-by-step guide and I didn't get the results that were promised. And I've had a similar experience. You know, I took um I took a course and they said you're guaranteed to make ten thousand dollars a month if you follow XYZ steps. And as best as I could, I followed those steps and I did not get the results that I wanted. And so it's been kind of an experiment to try, you know, well, what does work and what doesn't work. And so that's what I want to talk about today. And I want to put it in the context of human design, because one of the reasons I really love human design is it gives everyone their unique flavor of why they're unique, why they like something versus someone else doesn't, or why something works for them when maybe it, it won't work for others. And I've come to kind of create this, what I see as a pattern around this idea of strategy, probably because it was so important to me and I'm learning about it for myself has really helped. And so I hope this episode will help you if you're at the stage in your business where you really want to implement strategy in your business and how you want to move forward. So I, three things, three elements of your human design chart. So to start off, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you've never seen your human design chart, you can pause this episode and go to myhumandesign.com by Jenna Zoe. I love her charts. I love the look of them. I use them when I do my human design readings. So I just wanted to give her a little credit there. But I know there's other places. Most of the time you can do it for free. So there's my body graph. There's there's a bunch of them. You can just Google my human design chart. You should be able to do it for free. So if you want to do that, pause this go pull it up so that it'll help you for the next part that I explain. Um, if you've had a session with me or, or almost anyone, they talk about strategy. It's literally what it's called in human design. It's called the, the strategy. It's to me, one of the higher levels, like the more general level that like umbrella, I see it as like an umbrella to start with. So I'm saying this is step one is to look at your strategy. And strategy goes hand in hand with type. And that's why I see it as a more generalized way. And we're going to go a little deeper and get a little more uh, nuanced in how your you can use this for your personal strategy. But because strategy is based on type. So whenever you have a reading right away, one of the first things you'll learn is your type. And there are five types. I'm not going to talk about each of the types here today in this episode. I'm just going to mention them because type goes hand in hand. So if you do know what your type is, then you'll be able to hear what your strategy is. So if you're a generator like I am, I'm a generator, our strategy is to respond. And so what that means is it's really about responding to the things that show up. And I don't just mean in your physical reality, because some people might tell you this, that you just wait to respond. And it's not, it doesn't mean to sit around and wait for, you know, the mailman to show up before you decide to, to eat breakfast. Like, it's really about responding to energy impulses. And so I really love how Abraham Hicks teaches this. It's like, wait, you get an impulse and then you act. 
but if you don't feel the impulse, you don't want to push and force. And I definitely got caught up in that a lot in my, in my earlier business of trying to push and force and make things happen instead of allowing the, the next step almost to be shown to me. So impulses can come from, um, it can come from your external, it can come from other people asking you for something or telling you you're good at something or telling you, giving you ideas. It can come from um, watching a YouTube video and then all of a sudden you get this inspired idea. So there are a couple ways and if you want to learn more about how you get information and inspiration downloaded in, into your uh, in human design, it's your head center or your crown chakra is the receiver of information and inspiration. You can go back and listen to the podcast episode I did on the head center. I did a deep dive into the head center and that will explain to you how you pick up information and inspiration from the external world. What, what I'm saying here is it can come the impulse to do something or the impulse to take the next step can come from a variety of ways. And so it, that's why one of the, one of the things about teaching human design, but one of the reasons I really love human design is it does have layers and each layer you learn about yourself, you can take that information and use it in different ways. So responding can, can mean a couple of different things, but it, it's basically telling what it taught me is not to push, not to force, not to do things just because I think they need to be done or because I think someone else is expecting me to do them, but to wait until it's almost like the inspiration and the energy kind of build. And then all of a sudden it's like, yep, this is what I want to do. And, and a good example is this episode. I've been thinking about doing this episode. I've been receiving little nudges, like as I've read um, charts for people, it's kind of like that flickering of knowing it's like, hey, this is important or hey, this is helpful to them. How can I make this into something that can help the people who are who are listening to to my podcast? Um, and then over time, it just kind of like little pieces. And that's if you listen to my episode on the head center, you'll see I have gate 61. So I get information in little pieces until like it's almost like all the little pieces fall together and they make a puzzle. That's my my personal way of downloading in inspiration. And then it comes to a point where I'm like, OK, yes, I'm ready to go. And I sit down and now I'm doing it. <laughs> so that's me. I'm a generator. I respond to things that that come into me. I'm always attracting things. If you're a manifester, however, and so this was my life coach and I'm so excited to share her human design reading with you soon it's coming soon uh, she's a manifester and so manifestors actually inform and initiate so their strategy is really to decide you know decide that this is what i want this is what i want to create this is what i want to magnetize to me this is the next step for me and it's a really a partnership with the universe of deciding it's almost like manifestors kind of live on the leading edge um, as Abraham Hicks says, the leading edge, and they're the ones seeing what's not working and then kind of igniting the fire um, 
analogy that was also taught to me was uh, the domino effect. They are the ones to push the domino and set other people off. And so that was one of the reasons I believe that having a manifester as my coach was really helpful because it's almost like she pushed my dominoes and me being the generator responded to that. It's inform and then initiate. That's manifester. So then there's the manifesting generator who are a combination of manifestors and generators. But what we're taught is that generate the generator piece comes first. So the manifesting generator, you first respond and then you inform and then you initiate. So it's a combination of the two. And really that from me being a generator, I can explain from my the responding, as you were just listening, responding to something, getting the impulse, getting the idea, having it flesh out in whatever way that idea and inspiration is downloaded, and then informing the universe, okay, this is what I want to do, and then initiating. They're almost like, it's not that they're pushing, like I was saying before, that's no, should be no one's strategy is to push, push and force, but to really, um, ignite and trigger that and trigger something to happen. And then we have projectors. So a good example of a projector, if you've been listening to the podcast episodes about the moon and moon magic with Angela Papa, Angela is a projector. Um, And fun fact, my boyfriend is also a projector. So (laughs) apparently I love to be around projectors because they have so much knowledge and so much information. They have this like really cool way of guiding people. They're, they're called the, the, wise guides of the collective is what they call the projectors and their strategy is to be invited now because they have so much knowledge and so many good ideas and so much um again depending on what's in their head center uh, so angela for example she is a completely defined head center every single gate she just gets all kinds of information and knowledge um but unfortunately not everybody is ready to receive the information and knowledge that they have. Not everybody is in a place where they can receive and interpret it in the way that it's meant for them. And so that's why projectors really need to be invited. Their strategy is called being invited. Uh, So in business, it's a little bit like responding, you know, except, and again, it isn't just like being invited by their neighbor or their friend, they can be invited by the universe to take action. And that's really something I'm going to teach the third eye. I'm going to teach you about the third eye or the Anja. I always get that messed up. I'm just going to call it the third eye center. (laughs) Uh, When I do the next episode about the third eye, this one's going to really be important to learn what your intuitive knowing is. Um, Learning that will help you to intuitively know when you're being invited. So for projectors, Uh, really important to build that relationship. I say this for for projectors, but it is for every single sign to build that relationship with your intuition so you can really um, get comfortable with with your strategy because your intuition can be the one to push you to respond or to work with you to inform and initiate or to invite you. So projectors can be invited by their higher self, their intuitive knowing, by divine guidance. And then they can also be invited by other people. So one of the reasons Angela and I work together is I kept getting the intuitive nudges to ask Angela, ask Angela. And then 
I invited her to work with me or invited her to. And so that, that invitation then set her up. And so, like I said, it doesn't have to be a person. You projectors do not have to wait for a person to invite you. Um, however, there are different ways you can be invited in order to take the next step. But one very specifically, if you're a coach, this is just a little tidbit. If you're a coach, it really is important to make sure that the clients you're coaching are in the receiving mode and ready for the information that you're sharing with them because it can really throw you off if you have this knowledge, you have these ideas, you have these things that you're sharing and they're not ready to receive them. Can feel, can cause you to feel uh, when you're not in alignment, feel bitter. And so just pay attention to that and know that that's not what on you and not what you're sharing it could just be the dynamic and just to wait to be invited and then there's the reflector the reflector is only one percent so i don't talk i don't i've been never done a chart reading for a reflector yet um i haven't met one but what at my understanding for their strategy is to follow the lunar cycle and actually, of course, you know, one of the things that Angela and I talk about is the moon magic is the lunar cycle and how important the lunar cycle is. So I don't think the lunar cycle is only important for the reflector. I think any of the types can learn the lunar cycle. Why I think it is the strategy for the reflector, however, is because the reflector, if they're undefined, they pick up on so much energy from the outside world that in order to really know if something is for them or not, especially business decisions that are big, you know, the big, the big ones we consider like uh, starting a new product or service or changing completely any of those big things. Those are just a couple little ones that came to mind, but to really go through the lunar cycle to make those decisions will really help them really feel into it to know that it's for them. I do really think for every sign, every type to learn about the lunar cycle and understand it because not just for their strategy, but for their energy and, to, and knowing where you are where we are in the lunar cycle so as i'm recording this for example we are currently in the waning moon so the full moon was last week and the new moon is next week so the moon is waning and so we're in a reflective time not just <laughs> reflector reflective funny we're in a reflective time and it's time to really uh go within for all signs for everyone to go within and to ask ourselves questions and to start figuring out where we want to go next you know what's next for us what's what where were we and where are we going next and so um i think this is just kind of me sharing this is a little bit of a segue into what i think is important for everyone is to take the time to reflect and learning your strategy when you start to learn your specific strategy and what works for you, especially in the beginning, if this is new to you and you're just getting going, is to try things and then reflect on them, you know? Not just doing things because other people say, not just pushing to move forward. Those were what I'm gonna 
quote unquote call strategies that I've tried and didn't work for me. But strategy, part of your strategy is to test these things out, especially if you're um, learning design, to test these little things that people are teaching you or what I'm teaching you in this podcast about your human design. Test them out, then reflect. Try them, see if they work or not for you. The next part is the arrows. So hopefully you had a chance to go and download your human design chart. You can take a look at that. And I'm going to only talk about two of the arrows today because I think they're most aligned with strategy. And the other two I'll probably talk about on a future podcast episode because my topic for today was strategy and I'm just using the elements to explain this, this topic. The top left arrow, we're going to start there first. So the top left arrow, they're not, they're also called transformation. I just want to throw this, throw this in. I've seen um, most people call them the arrows because that's the shape they take in the chart. And so it's easy to see that's the arrow. This is what we're talking about. But in human design, they're also called the transformations. Um, The top left arrow is called the digestion transformation or the digestion arrow. And so this can be taken into different types of contexts. You know, I often, I know for me and probably is pretty common is when we hear the word digestion, we think diet and food and digesting food. But this is also about digesting information and knowledge and um, taking in the world around us. We're digesting that. And so the arrow can point right or left. So um, if it's left, what they say, if it's left, it's your way of processing is more the tendency. There's no black and white. Remember, there's no this is exactly how you are. I like to think of it as a spectrum. So one end or the other of the spectrum and where you fall might be closer to one end or the other. So the left side, you tend towards routine, consistency, and structure. So my personal chart, fun fact, I'm minus facing left. So when I first heard this, I obviously immediately was like, that's not true. I don't like structure. I I like to follow my intuition and do things. However, there are levels, right? I actually do like structure. I like the seasons changing here in Canada, we get all four seasons. And so that's a cycle. And I enjoy knowing that it's fall. So this is the clothes I'm going to wear. And this is the types of baking that I like to do in the fall. And I like to structure things around cycles and around um, themes. I really like themes for some reason. (laughs) And so when I thought about it in that sense, it's not so much that I love structure and I love routine and every day has to look the same. That's not me at all. But I do like to have a little bit of structure that I can work um, kind of intuitively within, if that makes sense. And so that's how I want you guys to think of it as like a spectrum. So very left is routine, consistency and structure. And then right is very spontaneous and in flow. So if your arrow is to the right, perhaps You like a little bit of structure, but you much prefer to just go with the flow, you know, and as a generator responding, sometimes responding, I have to be in the flow in order to respond. I have to give up what I think my day is going to look like because the universe might have another plan for me. You know, I've woken up 
certain days thinking, okay, I'm going to get XYZ done today. And then after my meditation, I throw that out the window and realize, oh, this is really important today. And so that's what I mean by being in flow and being a little bit more spontaneous with your time. Um, how I fit, how I, how I just want to talk about that in terms of strategy. So let's say you have a launch, okay? And people ask, well, what's your strategy for your launch? Some people might really enjoy having a very structured plan and saying, on Monday, I'm going to release this. On Tuesday, I'm going to send this email. On Wednesday, I'm going to tell everyone and having a very structured plan and set it in place. Well, other people might be more like, I don't know, I'm going to see how I feel. And if I if I decide to make it, I if I decide to make a sales page today, I will. If not, I won't. You know, there's a very broad range. And so what I think is important to know about this arrow is just what do you tend towards? So for me, I tend towards structure. One of the things that I have in my Spiritual Printer Monthly Planner. If you don't have that, you can go into the show notes and I'll put the link in there. It's free. Um, I put in my planner the days of the week that match with the planets. I love this. I think it's fun, but it also helps me structure my week. So for example, Monday is Moon Day and how I was, how I've learned is that And if you want more on this, there's a podcast episode, I believe it's episode six, I believe, on the waning or the waxing moon. Angela teaches that uh, each day has a a planet. So Monday's moon day, it's very intuitive. It's very, um, it's a, a day to go within. It's a day to like be emotional, feel into your emotions, to plan plan your week, you know, just to like be in flow. And then Tuesday is Mars Day, which is very much like a get it done day. And so knowing that structure of each day of the week has really helped me because I can structure my week around that. But then within that, I can be that little bit more spontaneous and in flow. So I'm recording this on Monday. I knew Monday I was going to be a little more intuitive. I pulled cards today. I set up just meetings to talk about planning and to talk about things that I want to do in the future because those felt, you know, a little more flowy and flowy to me. But then I decided to record this podcast episode, which if I looked at the planetary alignment, probably Wednesday, the day of communication would be a good day to record a podcast episode, but I was feeling spontaneous. I was feeling like I was ready to do it, so I decided to jump right in. Hopefully that makes sense. Then the third arrow that, well, sorry, the third, <laughs> I'm, I'm reading my notes, so I'm jumping ahead a little bit. So we're on part three. So first I talked about the strategy in human design, the strategy is based on type. Then I'm talking about arrow, uh, the top left arrow. It's actually arrow number one, so the top arrow, left arrow, digestion. And now we're talking about the top right arrow. So directly across from the top left arrow, it's on the other side of the head center, the right arrow in your chart. It's called awareness. And so if the arrow's facing left, so sorry, I'm getting hungry, I think. The awareness is all about 
well, digestion was like receiving information. Awareness, I feel, is more tied to the third eye. Kind of what I was talking about before of being intuitive. Um, awareness is really how you see things. That's to me, that's what awareness is, is how you see things and how you like to see things. Because perception is subjective, remember. So you can decide how you want to see things. So if the arrow's facing left, it might be that you prefer to see things in a more strategic, logical, and detailed way. You know those people who really like the detailed, they really like the structure. Structure was the other arrow, but kind of the same idea, right? Like structure, logical, things make sense. Um, I was laughing at myself the other day. I often write text messages with one, two, three, and this is exactly how I set up this podcast episode. It's like, I'm going to talk about one, two, three. That's very logical, you know, very strategic and logical. So again, remember, this is a spectrum. So it's just saying that you tend towards that. It does not mean that you are always like that. Like I have a little bit of that in me, but my arrow points to the right. And right is more receptive, intuitive, imaginative. So you like to see things in a little bit more of a like flowy kind of, they say people who are very creative are kind of all over the place, creative geniuses, you know, they don't, stuff can be everywhere. From my perspective, for me, I, I have both. I've, I tend to be more, I like to be creative. I'm looking around my desk right now and it's not organized. <laughs> There's madness around me, but it's mine. It's my flow. It's the way it works for me. And so you get to decide, really. You get to look at this at your human design chart and see, does this fit? Does this make sense to me? Is this how I want to strategize? and use that to your advantage. You don't have to do things exactly the way people tell you that it has to be done. There are certain things that have worked for that person because maybe that is how their human design chart was set up and they're attracting other people whose human design charts are similar and they're teaching those things. If you're listening to someone, there might be something that they teach you that really works for you and other things that don't. And the re and so I really wanted to get this message that you are unique, your business is unique, and your strategy within your business is unique. And so really honor that and really honor the fact that the way that's going to work for you and the things you do is going to be more enjoyable for you. Let's just put it that way. Like your business, you want it to be a source of joy in your life. And so do things that are enjoyable, make it enjoyable for you. So I'd really love to hear, how did this work? If you look at each level, so one, your strategy and type, two, your arrow, your digestion, more routine, less routine, more spontaneous in flow, or you look at the top right arrow, your awareness, are you more strategic and need the details and need the logic and need to know exactly step by step? Or do you like to just go with the flow and see what works and see what doesn't? And how do these all fit together for you? So. I'd love to talk more about this. I'm going to put a post in the Facebook group outlining these three things. I'm probably going to post it on Instagram as well. So wherever you're following me, I'd love to hear what this gave to you. What did you learn? 
how do you feel like you want to implement this, these strategy pieces moving forward? Maybe you're thinking about a launch. Maybe you're thinking about starting a new product or service. How can you use this to help you um, set that up in a way that works for you? I hope that helped. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about today's guests, you can find their links and contact information in the show notes below. You can also find me, Haley K, on Instagram at Haley K Coaching, or grab your copy of the Spiritualpreneur Planner and sign up for my email list, where you'll be kept in the know on upcoming episodes, exciting events, and bonus resources to help you grow your spiritual business. Did you love this episode? Please be sure to like, subscribe, and write a review so we can spread this information to more spiritual printers like you. See you next time!